It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Welcome to the Grow Your Business and Grow Your Wealth podcast with Gary Helt. Gary is an expert in helping business owners put together a plan that will provide a better future for their businesses, themselves, and their families. On the podcast, Gary interviews other professionals who share his vision, and together they share secrets and strategies any business owner can use to build a better financial foundation for your business and your life. Welcome back to the podcast this week. Our guest is Darrell Joyner, who is the owner and founder of Ura Fitness. Welcome, Darrell. Thank you, Gary. Thank you so much for having me. So, Darrell, tell us, what made you get into fitness? Wow. What age? Well, you know, I think, honestly, probably maybe uh, about 10 or 11 years old. And it's a really funny story. Um, there's a bunch of guys who probably were in high school. One of my friends, the big brothers, they were all in the basement lifting those cement weights and stuff like that. And so I just wanted to do what they were doing. And um, believe it or not, I know what it was now today, but I tried to do a deadlift with a lot of weight. And I think I did the deadlift, but I also popped my hernia. And that was the very first time I lift weights. Actually, I caught a hernia or popped the hernia and I had to go have the surgery or what have you. So I'm going to say about 10 years old after that hernia surgery is when I actually started really getting into fitness. Got it. So you didn't, I mean, obviously, you know, when, you know, you went to college and, but you didn't go straight from, you know, college into, into doing fitness. What, tell us about the, the life in between. Yeah. So, you know, actually it goes back, Gary, um, you know, just, you know, I had a, not a little, not quite the same as most people, but a little different challenge in childhood. And so I wasn't really that bright in school at the time because I had a lot of juggling around, what have you, from house to house. And so academics wasn't really my thing. Uh, so I actually just exercised. I don't know how I picked it up, but I think I just saw a guy across the street who was always outside shadow boxing and stuff like that when I would be at my grandparents' house. And I would just, you know, do what I saw this guy do, one. And then two, I had uncles that would always buy stuff from Finger Hut. I don't know if you remember that. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. so I, he bought all this exercise equipment and I would use it in a house, not really knowing what I was doing. But what really got my attention was when ESPN kind of came out, there was a guy on TV who just completely changed my life. His name was Body by Jake. Yeah. Body by Jake was my guy. You know, I was like, man, I want to be like Body by Jake. I think I was probably about seventh or eighth grade. And so from that moment, I just always focused on just like trying to be the fastest, you know, the strongest and things like that. And so because I just wasn't really the smartest at the time in school, I knew I could be at least the strongest and do the things I can with my body and be first in that case. So that was uh, really what kind of kind of caught got me into fitness, just to say, kept me in it just because I was an athlete. Uh, I was required for us to do it. And in between the time leaving college before I joined the Marine Corps, 
I still kind of stayed there because I was kind of stuck as to not knowing exactly what I wanted to do until the opportunity presented itself. And unbeknownst to me, the military was probably the hardest fitness I ever experienced. And there was no weightlifting. It was just body weight. And so for me, learning to do the things that I was able to do in the military and boot camp, Marine Corps boot camp, I must say, for 13 weeks was just like incredible. You know, it was nothing but body weight. And I can honestly say that that was the best shape of my life come out of Marine Corps boot camp for sure. Right. Now, you, you know, you work with a lot of individuals from all facets of life. Um, you know, some are business, some are some, some are not men, women, kids, children, everything. What is the biggest mistake that you see people making when it comes to to fitness and health? Well, one, I think, um, you know, one starting off without the real, um, I think, uh, thing in, in, in place, which is commitment, really having that worthy idea, that goal, not really setting a real goal and kind of examining their situation themselves. One is like asking yourself, do I believe I can do this? One. And then two, am I willing to do whatever it takes to, to uh, pretty much accomplish this goal? So I don't think that many people spend a lot of time there. That's that mindset, preparing your mindset to shift. And I think because people get caught up on the hype, what they see on social media, especially today, or people right. around them, they just jump out and get started. And Unfortunately, a lot of these people haven't done something since gym class, some in college, some were athletes, what have you. And so when they get out, they can't perform the way they used to. One and two, they don't have the knowledge. Three, they're, you know, they're easily discouraged because they can't keep up or they get hurt. You know, and so I think that, uh, you know, that is definitely an opportunity for them to be honest with themselves and seek some help, just like anyone else would. I'm not going to try to, you know, repair my furnace. You know, just because right. I can look at it on Facebook or on social media and do it, I'm really going to call the subject matter experts and do it for sure. Right. So, you know, you talked about, you know, people getting hurt and things like that. Um, it, and people that haven't worked out for a long time, um, you know, getting with someone like you, what are the benefits of that? Well, I think the benefit is, one, you're getting with an expert. One. Two, I think if you get with the right professional, he or she should meet you where you are, right? And just really completely assess you to help you understand what your strengths and weaknesses are, you know, what your knowledge and skill and abilities are at that level where you are. And then obviously design a plan to help you go further and implement those things slowly. Because the goal is to not really help you lose weight in 20 days or in six weeks or what have you. We want to have an actual effective change so we can have a, a new lifestyle, so to speak. And so I think when they come in, if you get with the right professional, especially like myself, we're not going to look to rush this. We're going to check the vanity at the door. We're going to take our time. We're going to talk to you. We're going to explain it to you because we want to make sure that you understand, right? Because what I found in my, you know, this is my experience of doing this for more than 20 years is it's not that people are lazy. They just don't know what to do. They don't know how to get started, right? And so it's just a lack of knowledge. And so it's extremely important for me because for me growing up, the challenge for me was academics just because it wasn't necessarily I didn't know. I, I really wasn't taught how to learn. But once I learned how to learn, made the biggest difference in the world. So for me as a trainer, I want to make sure that everybody's equipped with that information and feel really comfortable about doing what they're going to do because this is going to be their new lifestyle. It's not a workout. This is something that they need to do for the rest of their life for sure. Right. Now, if somebody's, if somebody's just starting out again and they haven't um, exercised for a long time, um, should they jump back into to doing this seven days a week or, or how should they do it? 
Well, just depending on where they are, number one, is some some folks may require just to be seen by a physician just to make sure their vitals are good, right? Because a lot of people have been sitting idle. Some folks are coming in with different illnesses. It can be hypertension, diabetes, so forth and so on, or medication. So that's important for the trainer to know, just so he or she would know how to accurately, you know, help you progress, one. As far as the days, there's nothing wrong with doing five, six, or even seven days. It's just how much you're going to do within that day and making sure that you're not overloading the same muscle. Some all for working out every day or exercising every day. It doesn't necessarily have to be weights or in the gym, but absolutely. I just believe the body was designed to move and we need to keep moving it, to keep moving, for sure. Right. right. And we're talking about this, and you and I have had this discussion before, um, what's the best time of day to, to exercise? Yeah, so that's, you know, a lot of folks just like to get it in when they can, but I'm I'm one of a firm believer, uh, one just from my experience in the military, my law enforcement background, and even athletics. I believe that when you wake up, if you had sufficient amount of sleep the night before, you're going to wake up at 100%. Your body's at the best it can be that it can you can take from at that point. One. Two, I think because you're at 100%, it's the best time to actually go to work for yourself. Now, it's going to help. It's going to decrease your energy level, but it's going to speed up your metabolism. And at the same time, you're creating this defense for yourself throughout the day to help you burn more calories because you have a faster burning metabolism, metabolism, so to speak. So I think that's the best time. I think when folks come in at six, seven o'clock in the evening after working a full day, having a, a large stress load of whether it's work or just concern, emails, their mindset, traffic, all those things and food, they get here in the, in the uh, gym and we're trying to get 100% from 25%. It's just not the same. It's right. kind of like we have all this stuff stuck on your metabolism blades and we got to get it moving. We got to burn that just to get through it, just to have an effective workout. And then more importantly, when you're done, now you're going to be revved up. What happens when you go home? You're going to be hungry and you're going to keep eating and you're going to stay up later and you're going to repeat the cycle. So I don't think it's the best you know, option. But if that's your only option, absolutely, absolutely for sure. Right. Now, you work with a lot of business owners, um, and in, in doing so, what is the biggest challenge that you see that someone who, who is a business owner or, or an exec for a company or, or anything like that? Yeah, you know, well, let me say this first, because, you know, I'm a business owner, and I've been one now for 12 years, and it probably took me about six years to realize that my health was actually going in the opposite direction just because I was so focused like most business owners or C-suite executives on getting the mission done, making sure the business is on top of what have you. And what you do is you neglect yourself. And so for me, I noticed, you know, whether it was back fat or just, you know, my metabolism slowing down or what have you, my poor food choices or not eating enough was starting to happen to me because my focus was there. And so because I felt in an experience, I said, man, this is definitely something that more people that are in those situations or positions definitely need in their life. And so I wasn't choosing it. I actually had to go out and get a couple of trainers to help me that I trusted, that I knew that would actually push me because I wasn't going to do it. But I know I needed the accountability. So I think the same goes for today. Any business owner, for sure, if it's not already built into their program or their system, they definitely need it because they're so focused on getting the mission done and they neglect themselves and their health just kind of goes to the side. And because of the high levels of stress, we're talking about high levels of cortisol now that's going to even eat away faster at your body, at your muscle. And so it's just like it's a time, a ticking time bomb 
waiting to go off, right? And I'm not saying everyone's going to have a bad deal, but you're definitely not helping yourself if you're not going to have any type of stress reliever, you know, like exercise in your life for sure. Right. So what are the things that you try to encourage, you know, business owners? Because I know you have some clients that uh, travel quite a bit for work. What do you try to encourage them to do? Well, one, I say, look at it like it's a business because most business owners and C-suite executives are successful at what they do. And so I think once they realize that I have to treat this the same as I do that, it's not that they don't have discipline. They just need to learn how to transfer the discipline to themselves because most business owners or those or uh, executives, they're selfless, right? But I always tell them, this is the one area you actually get to be selfish, which is taking care of yourself. Because if you're not taking care of yourself, you're not going to be able to take care of business too long, right? And so we want to make sure that's part of the process for you, for sure. Um, you know, I like to just make sure that at least those four things, and I call it my core four. You got to eat right, sleep tight, stress less, and move more, right? Now, we know there's going to be a lot of stress, right? And so here's the thing I like about this is out of all four, there's this one common denominator is exercise, right? So when you exercise, it actually makes you hungry. You just have to make good choices. So hopefully you got a good plan in place. When you exercise, it's actually going to make you tired. It's time to take your behind to bed. Pay attention to your body. And last but not least, when you exercise, it's a natural way to manage the stress. It's a different release of hormones that's really going to help you. And so I think that's the one thing that we must do, we were created to do, which is to keep moving, for right. sure. So when when it comes to exercise, you know, you said uh, kind of Body by Jake kind of changed your, revolutionized the way you looked at things. Yeah. I guess, what, what was the best piece of advice somebody ever gave you about fitness? I think just uh, continue to challenge yourself, one, um, look for new things and make sure that you surround yourself around people that are looking to have that same type of lifestyle, because it's so easy to get sucked away into whether it's happy hours or poor choices with food, restaurant food or what have you. And if you don't have that willpower yet, you definitely have to separate yourself. And so, and that goes for anything in life, right? And so for me, I think just being consistent, right? Being consistent. And so the three things I always tell people, one is you, you have to be committed. But even before being committed, you got to set this goal and this idea, put it in place and then commit to it. Well, just because you commit doesn't mean it's going to work. Then you have to go to work and be consistent, right? Because there's a lot of folks that come to the gym and they go hard and I don't see them for a while and they come back and they go hard. And so what I tell them is you don't have to go hard in the gym, just go hard to get to the gym. And that's consistency. And I think from commitment and consistency, it's going to give you that confidence to continue to do it wherever you go. And it's going to become part of your lifestyle for sure. Right. Now, changing gears here and talking about, you know, kids and and exercising and and lifting and things like that. What um, when do you think that a a child should get involved in an exercise program? Well, obviously, those that are playing sports, they get in pretty early just because they need those muscles to be able to perform most likely fast twitch muscles just because they're, you know, doing things that require that. But just for the average kid, for sure, I think that if it's if it's demonstrated at home by parents, you know, they can get involved pretty early. I mean, maybe seven, eight years old, you know, it's at least just with their body, whether it's some basic body squats and not a lot, you know, making sure that you you watch them. But just because I, I'm a firm believer in planting the seed early and right. 
and making sure they have good soil so they'll know to do it and become second nature, you know. So we don't want to wait till they get to college and then all of a sudden, you know, we wonder why they have the freshman 15. They don't have to because they have all these things that were introduced to them very early, whether it's movement, exercise, you know, making sure I'm having good choices and making good selections of food. So I think about definitely before 10, you know, especially now our country is more focused on academics and they've taken away the gym class. So I think it's even more important that the parents demonstrate this and also get involved with the kids. You got all types of things you can find on TV today, whether it's social media right. or just YouTube channels that you can find, you know, kid friendly exercise because we were doing it before in recess, right? Oh, yeah. We were doing right. recess in second and third grade. And so we can't say it's no longer effective. We just need to get back to doing it. And we're actually the ones that's responsible for the growth and maturity of our uh, kids. So I think it's on the parent directly. Yeah, I think lots of times, you know, people get overwhelmed um, and just look at the, 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 the big mountain that they have, um, especially when it comes to weight loss and stuff like that. And, you know, I know you preach this. It's just like, you know, you got to start. And once you start, then at that point, stay consistent with it and it's going to help. And I think with with our kids these days, because, you know, when we were growing up, you know, we didn't have the Xbox or the PlayStation. We weren't working our thumbs out. We were, you know, outside playing football, basketball, baseball, whatever it was. Right. We were out doing it. Yeah. And not just that, the, the food choices were different too. Right. And right. so, you know, the uh, income is different today. So folks can afford the fast food, which it seems like is on every other corner. Right. And so yeah. I think because, you know, parents today work extremely long hours, they have extremely long commutes. And so what you're finding is kids are either left at home with electronics or they bring brought home fast food because the parents are too tired. And so, you know, we can't not necessarily blame the kids because the kids are going to be kids. They're going to do what they're told right. to do. I think there's just some, in some cases, not good representation or good instruction, you know, but I think uh, if you put that in place, kids can be great. Kids can be fine. You know, uh, statistically shown, uh, it shows that if, if one parent is obese in the house, there's a 75% chance that child is going to be obese, right? And so two for sure, 100%, without a doubt. But uh, I think if you can just, you know, get those things instilled early, there's a great chance that those kids will have that and make it part of their lifestyle. Right. Now, with, um, you know, I, I work with you um, in my exercise regimen. And, um, you know, as we get older, and we were talking about this the other morning, as we get older, it gets harder and harder to, to lose the weight that we put on. Um, how does that exercise program that somebody that's possibly in their 20s is doing that is different for somebody that's in their 50s? Yeah, well, definitely, like you said, the metabolism, genetics, lifestyle is completely different, you know, plus 40, right? And then also not only the lifestyle, but we're also, uh, we're going in the other direction. So we all kind of come uh, uh, upon something called sarcopenia, which is the rapid loss of muscle. And that typically happens for men about 40, women maybe 37. And most people don't even know that. Know that You know, you begin to lose muscle. And so the pace of how, you know, at, at the muscle is going to leave your body is dependent upon what you did before you got to that point, right? And so it's like, you're going to have a really steep, deep decline, or you can have a gradual. So it depends on your lifestyle. But the great thing about it is you can still open up the top and put more muscle in, right? And so I think as we 
get a little bit older, our mindset has to shift, right? We can't really do the things we used to do. We have to recognize that our metabolism is slowing down. So we have to eat cleaner and leaner. We have to sleep more. We have to pay more attention. You know, I just believe, you know, that God designed us this way to make all the mistakes early, you know, because the body can heal itself. You can fall, break and all types of things. But by the time you get to this point, you shouldn't be still making the same poor decisions or bad mistakes. And if you do, then you're going to suffer from it. You got to suffer from it. It's, it's not the end of the world. It's going to take a little bit longer. And so because you're older, you should be able to connect to that consistent button a little bit more. You know, it's hard. I'm not going to sit, sit here and say it's easy. But the one thing I tell people, you're in this for yourself, but never by yourself. You know, so you really have to get that support group or that trainer or those that that partnership with people that's going to hold you accountable because that's the biggest thing people don't have is accountability. You know, people need that accountability. And I think that um, if you have it, you'll be fine. Whereas obviously anyone in their 20s, if they're, you know, not necessarily the fat gene or have a, a weight problem, then they're going to be fine just because their metabolism is on fire. You know, unless they're just really eating poor choices and really high calorie food and carbohydrates, then of course they're going to slow down that fire a whole lot faster. And by the time they're 30, they'll be going through what they should be experiencing at 40 for sure. Right, right. So, I mean, you've told us a, a lot of good information, um, you know, through this. What, what have I not asked you that you wish I had? You know, some questions, one of the questions I always get, is it too late to get started? You know, because most of the people or plus 40, plus 50. And my answer to those people is never too late. You know, it's one of those things, you know, just we as Americans here in this country, we fight to the end, right? And, then, and here's the cool thing about it. You may or may not see some real benefit for yourself. You may not see it. You may not even feel it. But just trust and believe somebody's watching you. And you're going to make a difference in that next person's life and that generation that you're going to be passing it down. So it's never too late to get started, for sure. And the other question I would say is, uh, um, most people ask me, uh, why is it so hard to stay committed? And I think because people don't have a real plan in place. And Gary, you, this is in your, your industry. You know, when it comes to just people making good decisions or poor decisions with their money, their taxes and all those things, it's about proper planning. And so my thing is most people just need to really take a sit down and have a conversation with a trained professional or professional, what have you. And like I said earlier, just understand that you're in this for yourself and not by yourself. And I think that if you can create the most important part of the process, which is why you're doing it, right? Once you create that why, you stop asking yourself why. And then it's important that you don't forget your why. And then you stay connected to your why. And I think that you just continue to go. Because remember, at the beginning of that process, you're asking yourself, do I believe I can do this? And if you say yes, you're halfway there. The other question is, Am I willing to do it, which right. measures time, which means it doesn't matter how long it's going to take. I'm willing to do it. And I believe everything will fall in place for you. You have the right support system. You have the right opportunities and the right mindset. And eventually everything that you want will come to pass for sure. Right. Right. That's great. Um, if people like what they hear and they want to reach out to you because you do other things besides just in-person you know, training, um, how can they reach out to you? Yeah, absolutely. You can find me on my website at darrelljoiner.com. That's D-A-R-E-L-L-E-J-O-I-N-E-R.com. You can also find me on uh, Instagram and Facebook at Darrell Joiner Fitness. Again, same spelling, Darrell Joiner Fitness. That's at Darrell Joiner Fitness. And a phone number, if you want to send me a text, give me a call directly. You can reach me at 301 
332-4274. Great. Darrell, really appreciate your time today. Um, I know that that the listeners uh, that are that are here um, have gotten something from you from this. And and like I always say, it's like, hey, as long as you get one nugget, that's that's something good. Absolutely. And Gary, and I just want to say this too for the record. Gary is not only the hardest working, best tax man around, but he's also the hardest working man in the gym. He gets it in. So thank you, Gary, for doing that. Thank you. Thank you. So this week, our, our guest was Darrell Joyner with Ura Fitness, and I will see you guys next week. This show has been produced by Market Domination, LLC. To discover how you can have your own show completely done for you and turn it into a real published book and become the authority in your marketplace, go to www.marketdominationllc.com slash podcast offer. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.